then returns home, not without taking a final look at the entire landscape. All right, so how does Beethoven achieve this with music? The first step is to use a technique called modalization, which is simply taking your motive and shifting the notes by embedding them into another harmonic progression. The motive, as we said before, is embedded in a single one chord, the C major chord. So if we want to modalize it to the two chord, we simply have to shift the notes to a single D minor chord. And this is the result. Notice how the note's functionality remains constant. Sol, T, Do in D minor is A, C sharp, D. A mediocre composer would now modalize the motive to the 5-7, G7 in our case, like this. And maybe the first approach Beethoven took was something like that. But a crucial aspect of Beethoven's methodology was constructing these disparate junks and then developing transitions which will reinform these initial elements later on. This allowed him to reconsider and improve their development. Another important goal Beethoven wants to achieve here is developing the dominant region story or character so that it conforms with the idea, repetition, variation, trinity structure. So right away, this section of the theme should be not only longer, but also include a conclusive extension. So a priori, we know this section will be longer. The extended conclusion will be somewhat determined by this final look at the entire map. This is easily achieved in any tonal piece by using the standard take a final look technique used by almost all composers in the classical period which is the progression 1, 4, 1, 6, 4, 5, 1. And Beethoven does not shy away from it. He knows how effective this progression is. You'll find this cadential 6-4 after the 4 preceding a perfect authentic cadence in every tonal piece during the classical period. There it is. And that's how Beethoven ends the first statement of theme A. Now it's time to develop the transitions that will connect these disparate phrases. So now we have the idea in the tonic region. And then the idea in the subdominant region. Beethoven knows he needs to develop a transition that will connect them. There are of course infinite ways and approaches to write this transition. Some of the questions we could ask ourselves are, do I want to make it obvious or somehow hide them, creating a seamless transformation from point A to point B? Or do we extend the first idea or introduce a new element? There are countless possibilities. Beethoven takes the easy solution by using a contrasting new idea and using a secondary dominant to travel the map from the one chord to the two chord. So his solution is two whole notes. The one to the five of two to get to the two. Simple. And since he knows this is an obvious transition, he boldly reinforces the contrast by orchestrating it on the woodwinds. So the main character is made out of strings, if you will. The transition is like a transportation vehicle made out of woodwinds, which takes the character from the tonic to 
to the subdominant through a secondary dominant. This will inform the next transition from the two to the five. If we use the same vehicle to transport the character from the two to the five seven, we are somehow making the vehicle into a new supporting character. We should also notice how this supporting character secretly contains elements or properties of the main character. In fact, it is a motivic development of the original three note motive. Those three notes, Sol, T, Do, are in some sense a one to five to one. And we're doing five seven of two to two. It should work perfectly over our target D minor. But Beethoven moves it to modalize it and match the new progression, C to A7 to D minor, because the first chord must be a C. Look at the first oboe and bassoon. These notes, Re, Fa, Mi, targeting D minor, are a rhythmic augmentation of the Sol, Ti, Do motive. So the supporting character itself is made out of elements of the main character. By the way, this is why great composers are, well, great. You've probably heard many times how you can't change a single note in a great composer's work without destroying it. There are so many of these crucial elements embedded in every single composition that it is very hard, if not impossible, to change one note without destroying the entire piece. All right, the next transition should be pretty set, right? We get to the 5-7 using a secondary dominant of the 5. That should work. 2 to 5-7 of 5 to 5. That's D minor to D7 to G7. But Beethoven doesn't do that. Instead, he borrows a chord from the minor mode, the 2 minor 7 flat 5, and introduces inversions to create a stepwise bass line. So instead of taking this path, which actually tonicizes the 5-7-2 strongly, he uses a borrowed chord from the minor mode, taking this path. The final progression is 2, 2 minor 7 flat 5 in second inversion, arriving at the 5-7 in first inversion, thus creating a descending bass line, D, C, B. And notice how the C note is made even stronger with a trill. This is a beautiful move. But it doesn't end here. In the last beat of the first transition, Beethoven uses these descending 16th notes to target and accentuate the initial note of the repetition, which is this D. And now, in this second transition, instead of using the descending 16th notes, Beethoven creates this descending bass line by way of inversions using whole notes. This gives us C, D, and B, which is actually a development of the previous descending 16th notes. And with this information, we can now see another reason why Beethoven might have introduced the trill on this C. This very well may have been a rhythmic reference to the previous 16th note line that was used to highlight the target. As a matter of fact, these four 32nd notes that occurred previously at the end of the opening are without a doubt a consequence of this same 16th note line. Beethoven is writing backwards here, retroactively referencing something in his music that occurs later on. 
If you look at Beethoven's manuscripts, you see holes in his writing all the time. He has these main ideas he knows he wants to use, and then goes back and writes the connective tissue to connect these dots, if you will. The 565, or 5 in first inversion, reinforms our original modalization of the idea in the variation, allowing Beethoven to take advantage of this B bass note and extend the idea with all three inversions of the 5-7 chord, G7 over B, G7 over D, and G7 over F. Beethoven then finally resolves it to the 1, and then adds the 1, 4, 1, 6, 4, 5, 7, 1 cadence, as we mentioned before. So, here's theme A in its entirety. As are you guys for making it this far into the video. Thanks for watching. I hope this was helpful. As always, remember, you can support our channel by getting any of our books or apps so we can make more videos like this one. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for watching.